Hey guys, you are welcome to another episode of Life Sweep. My name is Rosalind Jethro. Life Sweep is a podcast that has come to interrupt thought patterns, providing real life solutions, and talking about all the things that are left unsaid so we can all win. Remember, if you ever need someone to talk to, my DM is always open at Jethro Fogram. Jethro is spelled J E T H R O 4. G-R-A-M Thank you for listening and sharing liking and telling your friends about us. I love you. I'll see you next week. you have inside your head or in your mind it drives me crazy sometimes and i am really happy to have you here ma oh i'm i'm honored i mean to be a part of to to be a part of other people's success is is it thank you thank you so before we get to the topic of the day which is creating the life that you want do you want to like tell us how you got here how you've invested so much and i don't know how do you do it how do you you've been so consistent how do you do these things <laughs> <laughs> how do you do that where is where is the where is the energy coming from i need to i need to learn oh you're very funny oh my gosh so thank thank you so much hello to your listeners i'm i'm just super excited it's always a pleasure just to you know chill hang out it's almost like a coffee just having coffee with the dear sister here that's how this feels and i always love those type of easy easy conversations so yeah i'm, I'm a nigerian american i got my first degree in nigeria i have a um, bachelor's in mathematics from University of Agriculture now, Federal University of Agriculture at Belkuta, UNAB. And um, I came into the US in 2004 for my master's program. And then from there, I started working in corporate America. It wasn't until maybe the eight years ago, my dad passed and then I went back to the continent. And that that, that that's really what changed what I, what I how I live life, really. So for me, it's a, it's it's living for impact. It's living for purpose. It's using all I have to impact the world. Really, at the end of the day, to know that we cannot just live life for ourselves as an yeah. individual, but we can touch lives. So that's that's why I show up. Mm, that's okay. That's that's amazing. So so um. It's been eight years since you decided to start giving out all that you know, right? And yes, for me, it looks like you have it all. (laughs) I feel like you have it all, like in all ramifications, Mm. and it it, it looks like you've been able to create the future that you want. How's that Mm. been for you? What have you done? What are the sacrifices? I think, (laughs) dear, I think. If we all listen to our hearts, I don't mean what the world is saying. Like what the world is saying right now, the world tells you, you know, um, get rich or die trying, right? Like the world paints a picture that many people are living and shaping their lives around. But Mm. honestly, if everybody will be honest for them, you know, by themselves, if, if you listen to your heart, 
your heart will guide you to what would actually fulfill your life right but most of us are not doing that because for me when my dad passed and i wrote a mini biography about about him i realized that even that nobody was even talking about his professional accomplishments when he died they were talking about the effects he had on their life how he how what the difference he made in their life was what was relevant it wasn't all he acquired yeah, for himself mm. not just professional so he wasn't really measured professional growth definitely but how he actually even use his professional accomplishment to, to help other people level up right the promotions how he advised people how he helped people get new jobs how he helped people you know you know encourage them to go into professional development but those were the things people were talking about not what he did for himself but what how his life impacted made a difference for them So the journey really is not just what we acquire for ourselves but how we are going to use all of that to make a difference. <clears throat> so it's good to acquire definitely it's good to create a livelihood for our family but I think there's a there's another type of future that your soul your soul is calling you out it talks to you that there's more that there's more that there is greatness but you now need to ask what does that greatness look like? Right? That's the question everybody needs to try and unravel for themselves, not through the eyes of people out there, but through the eye of your soul. What does greatness sound like for you, Rosalyn? You you really said that question. No, no, that's the question. Like I want people to think <laughs> what greatness is to them, right? Mhm. Yeah. I think one of the things I learned from you was I think was it yesterday when you were talking about becoming more and feeding yourself you said something about how much you impute in yourself is what people will see so if you impute so much you get um, an output of so much and then if you don't impute anything you begin to run empty and so many persons are beginning to run empty these days because they're not mm-hmm. investing so much in their mind so at what point do you know that okay let's say my mind is calling me or my heart is calling me to a certain thing at what point do i know that this is god's because if you look closely i, I think your dad lived a life of purpose mm-hmm. you can be everything but if you don't live a life of purpose i don't know where the fulfillment will come from so if mm-hmm. your heart is calling you to something how do you know that you're living a life that aligns with god's purpose or at what point do you know that okay this is god's purpose or how do you even discover that this is god's purpose for me in creating the future that you want because mm-hmm. you can create a future that you want and then that's not god's purpose that's not god's plan for you at the end of mm-hmm. the day you are you are helping people you're making people happy but there's just something in you maybe there's this thing that is not fulfilled you're not getting the fulfillment that you should get like a person who is actually living a life of purpose Mm. So in in the space of you trying to create the future that you want how do you know that it aligns with God's purpose or God's plan for your own life as a personal uh, as a personalist mm-hmm. I think the first thing is for people to understand that we have all been programmed mm. to think a certain way to be a certain way you've been programmed everybody has been programmed the work now is to deprogram ourselves is that there's a program for the first 20 years of everybody's life you've been programmed to function 
independence, right? right? You listen to the teacher, you do what the teacher tells you. If you go into an exam and you write anything the teacher didn't write, you will fail that class. Yes. Okay, so many people are oriented towards pleasing the people around them. They are oriented towards pleasing their parents, pleasing their teacher, pleasing their employee, pleasing, pleasing, pleasing. Nothing wrong with that, but awareness that you are running on a program, okay, that you now need to disrupt. That's key because you cannot leave purpose when you are running this program. Okay. When you are running, when you are doing everything other people are telling you to do and you are doing just to make them happy, you, you, I mean, if they, if they are the window of, if they are the God to you, okay, if you see your parents, your friends, your wife, your husband, your, if you see them as God, then you are there to make them unrepresent happy. But for those who are of Christian faith, God is God, right? And your direction, the direction of our life needs to be from his source. And so for those who are Christians, it's, it's actually, if you think about what happened in 2020, COVID-19 and everything, okay. it disrupted all of these things. Before then, too many people were shaping their life. They were making all kinds of gods in their life, including like pastors, which everybody's their God. Mm. When 2020 happened, it's like come back home. It's you and the real real God. 2020 was supposed to teach us a lesson because we were pulled away from the things that were controlling our lives. Mm. Right? So the last two years, hopefully, people, if people used it wisely, is to recover their identity in God. Because that identity is important to now creating the future you want. So now you actually have a, you know, we have the opportunity to see life more clearly without the noise, right? The influence, right? There's so much influence that grips people's hearts and mind. You know, you don't want to say this to this person. You don't want to say that to this person. What would this person say? Those things, what we call fear of man is what is ruling many people today. How do you save yourself and rescue yourself from that external influence, that external um, validation, and then go in because that is where the real direction, the real intuition, the real clarity comes from inside out. So that's, it's a lot of work to get there, but I'm just encouraging people to just slow down enough to listen to their ads. I'm not going to be able to say, oh, this is what you should do. This, no, but I'm t- saying that what you need to do, what will make you happy, what will bring you fulfillment. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I'm going to say it, the source is inside you. That answer is within you. The vision is inside you. Your greatness is inside you. Mm -hmm. But here's the key. You know how fierce you are. But oftentimes you might be in a community that will not celebrate your fierceness. And that's why many people minimize themselves. So you find out that you may not be showing people the full force of you because 
he may not even be ready to handle the full force of you. <laughs> right? Yes. How does that sound? Yes, you're, you're right. You're right. So, so when, you know, the, so I, I, let me speak for my, my, the younger demographic now, how that you try to live I mean, you try to live in fullness, and some points you are just you are just tired. Maybe you're tired of how life is responding to your dreams, and you feel like, okay, it's okay. Is it time to? Do you think there should be a time where you give up on your dreams just because of life happening to you first? I don't want to say when Nigeria happens to you, life is as in, I don't know, but I hope that Nigeria does not happen to anybody. But let's say generally, and then life happens to you do you think there should be a time when you're like okay this is the time when you should let go of this particular dream and then maybe try something new or try something else and then it's not this is not a lot it's maybe different from the future you're trying to create for yourself try something new do you think anybody should ever give up or you should just keep trying and then one day buttons will click okay you know why why this thing is very very difficult is because most people were not trained to be creative. Most people were trained to do what other people tell them to do. That's the real battle. The real battle starts in the mind first, is that now, whenever you decide you want to create in the world what you see in your mind, the ideas God gave you inside of you that is very valid, that is the seed of your future. When you step out and you want to do it, the key is that you are not equipped and trained to pull it off that's why it is difficult imagine if you if you want to if somebody says now fly this plane mm. even if you have a vision in your head that you're supposed to be a pilot if you haven't been trained to function in that capacity, capacity. it's impossible to do okay. so there is the spiritual side of ideas intelligence the vision that god gives us it's in the spiritual space where you capture it. So you are never supposed to give away what God has given you. It's the seed of your future. Your vision is the picture of the future. Okay? Yeah. You're never supposed to let that go. The journey is acquiring the skills and support you need to create it. That's what is difficult. What is difficult is if you decide you want to create, you want to do A, B, C, D you now need to pursue resources. You need to pursue skills. You need to pursue relationships that will help you create it. Such atmosphere. And that is, what, that is what is difficult. The idea itself, you know, it's not the problem. The idea is never the problem. Is that your environment, your location, the people around you, the resources you can acquire can make that job more difficult than is necessary. That is the reality. Okay. It's not that it is impossible because all things are possible to them that believe. Is that where you are and the people you've surrounded yourself with, if they've never done what you're trying to do, that's the pain. Okay. So for a person who is in for a penny and in for a pound, how do they deal with rejections or fears? How have you been able to deal with your fears and say, um, how do I say this now? Uh, 
I know what to do, but I'm just so scared to go for my goals. Or I'm I'm tired of rejections. I'm tired to try again. I'm already exhausted mentally, psychologically. Uh, yes, mentally and then emotionally, you're drained. What do you think a person like that? How do you think they should handle issues like that? Yeah, first thing is pick a pen and a paper and write down your fear. What are you afraid of? Because that's different for everybody. Like if you will be honest with yourself, what are you afraid of? Okay, for some it could be maybe fear of livelihood. Okay. If they leave their job and they go they out survive? and they try in business, how do they survive? Yeah. Those are real, right? Yes. For some it could it could be what will people say? Some some could be if this thing doesn't work out, what will people say? Where do you where do you fall back on? Like write all of those things down. Write it down because part of the stress is keeping those things hidden in the locker of your heart and mind. They are tormenting people. Once you start writing it down on paper, you ease the pain. Once you start seeing it on paper, you now realize that you are actually greater than everything you just wrote on paper. That's why I talk about strategies to remove barriers to your success. So first of all, acknowledge it, write it down, give it a name, look at it, and then speak to it like, okay, this is not really a big deal. Like, okay, you can now come up with strategies to meet. This is what we talk about mitigating risks. Businesses do this all the time, but you will move forward in spite of the risk. What happens is that most people don't move forward because of the risk. And no pain, no gain. No pain, no gain. So part of risk management is acknowledge, identify the risk, and then come up with a plan to lower, if that risk ever happens, how you will handle it if it ever happens. But fear is you've already imagined that it has happened to you. Meanwhile, these things you're afraid of, they are not, they've not, they've not even happened to you. <laughs> mm. Right? Just Everything in your you thoughts. Have... Yes, it's thoughts. Just in your thoughts. Yes. And they are tying, they are bind, they bind people. They stop people from yes. taking action. Yes. The job of fear is to stop you from taking action. So the businesses would call it a risk they will list out the risk only risk they will give it a number risk one this might happen this room this might happen this three right and then what do they do if this happened these are our options option one two three that's what we call game plan mm. okay if our competitor does this then we could we, we have games we'll play those who go to the field of games like soccer game right mm. boxing any of these games they know this is what they do do you still play the game you don't conclude that you are going to lose the game if you conclude you are going to lose the game you've lost the game mm. what you do with game plan is the coach will say this is this is what we are playing against these are our skills this is what we are bringing to the table we will train ourselves to make sure we don't lose but we will also train ourselves to understand the opposing team. We will master them so that they don't master us. We will know their, their players. 
which one is left, which one is their court right, which one is this, which one is their defender, which one, right? So that you know what you are playing against and then you come to the game with your full force. And when they start playing their games, you will be changing your game plan. So life is about moving forward in spite of the risks, but having a game plan if any of the risks shows up. But most of it never shows up. Make sense? Yes, yes. So, so it's what, not, what we're saying is if you don't try, you would never know. So just go for it. Just go right, for but it. Go for it. This is what we call plan. calculated, calculated risk taking. Don't, because there's another part where people will say, oh, fail fast, fail fast. I, I don't like that because it's like jump off the cliff. Mm. You will smash your face if you don't put on your parachute. My own thing is if you're going to jump anyway, minimize failure through skills, through exposure, through getting mentorship, through learning, through preparation. That's how you minimize risk. And when you do none of that, you will fall face down flat on your face mm. so i'm saying don't be foolish too <laughs> that's that's really deep don't be foolish yeah have a plan always have a plan have a plan have a plan and move forward have a plan mm. have a game plan and that plan is this is what i want for my future and then because you have on to be that about it because yes. your future is your responsibility. You're responsible for your future. Yes, it's like you're driving a car. Think about this. You're driving a car. Let's say you're going from Lagos to Kano. You are set on arriving in Kano, correct? Yes. If you get halfway and you see a detour, do you abandon that journey and go back to Lagos? No. You navigate. Uh, yes. You navigate the obstacles. Because your heart is set on Kano. But if your heart is not set on Kano, you turn back. But if God told you when you arrive in Kano, there's a there's a serious gift waiting for you in Kano, you will find your way to Kano. Mm. Right? Yeah. You don't even let anybody discourage you from getting to Kano. Because that's where you're heading. Yes. It doesn't mean that you know what you're going to encounter. It doesn't mean you may not take a wrong direction. You know, sometimes you can, you can turn left. Ah, I miss road. You find your way back. Mm-hmm. Life is about finding your way back. It's not about not making mistakes. It's that when you do make mistakes, you find your way back. You re, you, re, you reroute yourself. Because until you see Kano, until you see welcome to Kano, until you enter Kano, you are not supposed to stop. Hmm. 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 That's, that's really deep. That's really deep. Yeah, but most of the challenges is that you are trying to, the problem people are having is they are saying, do you want to go to Kano with me? Do you want to go to Kano with me? People are like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to Kano. I'm going to Sokoto. Ah, and you're like, ah, this journey is far. Right? Most people don't want to go alone, right? Yeah. So they are trying to gather a community and the community now is like, them. 
Yeah, but community is like, I'm not interested in your Kano. In fact, most people will discourage you from Kano because God didn't give them a vision for Kano. That's why even Abraham, Father Abraham, God said, leave your, leave, a, leave everybody alone. Go to the leave land everybody alone. You. Sorry? And go to the land that I'll show you. Yes, but, but Abraham wants to drag Lot there. He wants to drag, right? But God says, it's me and you. So that's what's happening is that many of the frustration people are feeling is they don't want to go alone. Mm. And life is a personal journey. True, true. 100%. Personal journey. Mm. 100%. Even your mom cannot go to Kano with you. Even in marriage, will your mom enter marriage with you? No. <laughs> she has to be in her husband's house. No matter how much she loves you, yes. all that she does is to support you and help you prepare. The rest of it is up to you. Mm-hmm. So life is that way as well. The, the people who even love you the best, they can live the life for you. They can help you prepare as best. They can teach you what they know, but sometimes what they know may not be even be enough. No. That's, that's that's very correct that's very correct so because tony is saying that you should not stop at any time if you lost your way find find a way around it and just keep going and then whatever happens you're you're responsible for the future that you create for yourself so for people who i also feel like making having good friendship or having um make meeting people i feel like you cannot get there alone at what point do you need people how do you keep these people in your life these days finding mentors are so difficult everyone is actually busy trying to make life trying to life is just really happening to all of us so for people who do not really know what to do where exactly can they i understand that you cannot tell someone this is where to start from but if you were to advise a person who is lost what would you tell that person Hmm. Uh, before I answer that question, when you were talking about, you were trying to summarize what I shared, rest is also a strategy. Rest. Mm. Because on that journey, you may get tired. Yes. yes. Sometimes people that people may need rest, not, re- not realizing that that's why they are frustrated. So sleeping soundly Take a nap. and leaving, leaving your worries. That's why journaling, putting it on paper, and sleeping really, really well is also part of the strategy because when you are real, well rested, you can see better, mm-hmm. you can feel better, you can attack the challenges with strength. Yes. yes, exactly. So part of confusion sometimes is lack of rest. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> so your second question was about mentorship, right? Yes, for people who are lost. Because at some point, okay, let's say that they're already exhausted. This is because they've, they've not had time to rest or they didn't see the need to rest. And then they are just maybe overwhelmed and they feel like, okay, I, I'm lost. I mean, especially ladies or not just ladies, adults or youth in their early, between the age of 70 to like 24, you don't know where you're going. You are just moving. It, it seems like you're not making, that you're not getting results for all of your efforts. So what would you what would you tell a person like that who is lost? Mm. Okay, I, I'll share. For me personally, the person that I am from a very very young age, I've been very very independent. So it, this, what I'm sharing may not be for everybody, right? So when I was in high school, I was the head girl of my school. When I was in uh, undergrad, I was the PRO. So 
you know, for me, I'll, what has always worked for me is what I shared at the beginning of taking direction from inside, not outside. And because of that, I do what I want to do. I don't do what other people think I need to do. Right? And because of that, I don't hold anybody responsible for my future. I don't hold anybody responsible for this journey because the challenge you're going to see is that many times people unknowingly will say, the reason I'm not doing this is because I don't have mentorship and support. Mm. Right? People, yes. Many people are yes. there now. They now use it as an excuse, as a crutch. Not realizing that even mentors will not run the race for you. They are just there to whisper. Guide you. They are not even mm. there to guide you, sis. They are not there to guide you. They are not there. That's, that's the mismanagement of relationship. Right? People want to burden another person. And to your point, those people too are busy running their life, running their own race. So, so many people are trying to burden other people with their life. And nobody wants that. I don't, you don't. It's like a pilot. A pilot is not responsible for serving you coffee and tea at the back of the plane. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So a mentor really is supposed to help you to strengthen yourself so that you can run your race independently. Mm -hmm. And this is the cultural problem is that we raise we raise people to be dependent, but life requires you to be independent and interdependent. We we, 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 we we tell people a certain story that we are there for them. But the day you come out of university, you realize nobody is there for you. You're alone. <laughs> you're alone. You're completely so, alone. No? You're alone. But that is the shock. That is, you see, you talked about, is it 18 or 17 to 24? That is the shock factor. Is that nobody prepared the young adults for running their for race reality, yes. for reality we painted a false narrative we we one, one thing i shared one day i said those who are coddled if you baby people you will get a baby mm. Mm -hmm. mm. if you continue spoon feeding people people when they are 24 they will still open their mouth and say feed me keep mm -hmm. feeding me that's what's happening. That's what's that's the mindset that is happening. That until you, when you step out of university at what age, maybe 22, you look around you, you realize that everybody just graduated with, they've left and moved on. You yes. are alone. Yes. But guess what? For the first 20 years, you've been cuddled. Somebody was always there, right? There was always a group. There's always your parents. There's always support. Now, first time ever, you're by yourself. That shouldn't be the first time we teach people independent living. That's the problem. Because it's now you now have to... Many people crumble emotionally because of the loneliness. Right? Because yeah. of the weight of the responsibility of carrying themselves to success. 
that's what's up that's that's really really the gap culturally is that cultures that that baby their people and cuddle their people they raise weak 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 youths and one of i was speaking at um uh an uh, a, a business event at Lagos Business School i was virtually speaking to some youths and i said something like oh you know they need to just go to Ghana and go just see what Ghana is doing secretary and blah 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 and the teacher was like oh no 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 these people are young i'm like what what are you saying like i, I was like this is the reason you cut their wings and then you say why are they not flying fly. mm. that is the problem it's like we think 18 is young whereas 18 in another culture is already live doing what they need to do they are they are, they are, in the, they are fully independent yes yes that's that's really true because one of the things that they didn't they didn't teach us as kids or as parents is actually or our parents didn't teach us as kids is actually how to live life on our own you see before you know it our parents were not always ringing before now i used to call my parents every second to ask questions but at some point they also have other kids that they will have to attend to so i like how the narrative is changing people are beginning to have their own their own sense of independence and how they should actually do things on their own so at what point do you think that these kids should start doing things on their own as parents I think this is the for me this is the greatest benefit I got from from how I was raised <laughs> mm-hmm. because um for my secondary school I was in boarding boarding school for the 6 years okay. right so so right from 11 to what age I I I was 5 hours or so away from my family and I only come home during the holidays or maybe a short break. So so mm. <laughs> you know so, so you've always been independent from 11 source things out on your own. You been pretty much the beginning in fact the beginning of the semester they will give you all your provisions give you pocket mm. money if you spend that money you finish it you yeah, you will be looking at your empty cupboard for the rest of the semester <laughs> there is no help you can't so call and say mail me this or mail me that mm. i remember um we have a family friend uh, the tejo shows i remember when i was in secondary school i think it was a birthday after the semester she said didn't you see what i said i think she sent me um, an envelope i only got the envelope she said she puts money inside i said ah mm. <laughs> money did arrive i was like money did arrive only charge <laughs> ah was this in nigeria nigeria okay, <laughs> she made me from a bit on those days so okay. I, just, i just i was feeling like if you see that money you will be so happy i said ah kandi arrived no okay. money hmm. I'm sure you must have felt so sad. Ah, like I was like, ah, that money could have <laughs> gone a long way. <laughs> that money could have gone a long way. With me. <laughs> so, so for me, again, I'm just sharing my own thing. I think if I could look back, that mm. in itself, listen. By the time I went to university. I mean from secondary school to university I was already like leave me alone yeah, I only show up at home from even though I was yeah like 
I had my thing, my car, my, I, I, so in a way, I didn't like, so, so that's what I, for me, right? That's what I'm saying. Like for me, from 11, when you, they drop you off in that school with mm-hmm. pocket money, provision, Gary, Milo, um, what did they, what's that biscuit? That's two Cabin. faces. Um, Bisco, whatever. Mm. You know that you can take with gari and peanuts and all those things and sugar, keep sugar. You know those days, you are on your own. You know, yeah. you don't call home. This, this is not the era of cell phone. No cell phone, no calling mm. home, nothing. So mm. I think for me, that's really, really helped me to just live life. Like, I, I even remember changing switching my name back then that's a funny story it's it's that uh, i made my middle name when i entered gss1 when i was now far away from home i swapped my middle name i made it my first name and then i i the name my parents called me when i got to that school i said you know what i want call me call me toin toin okay. is now toin was my middle name before okay before secondary school Okay. So I'm just saying, I'm just using this as a fun way to say it's a powerful thing for you to 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 be able to say this is who I want to be. And so for me, when 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 I got to GSS one and they were like, What is your name? I said, Call me Toin. Mm. So when my mom came to visit me, she was asking for Titi. My she calls me Titi. They were like, Which Titi? Which Titi? Which Titi? What do you mean Toin? She said, ah, that's a middle name. Yes, Toin. So anyway, so for me, from a very young age, I've, I've always just known what I want. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and as simple as your How you were brought up influenced this? I believe so. I think how I was brought up and there's also... The, the person that you, if you give yourself permission to speak your truth, if you give yourself permission to confront your reality and to assert yourself, this is the practice. This is what we actually have to practice is that we, you have to, you have to give yourself permission to say what you mean and mean what you say and bear all the consequences because you're in a culture that doesn't want you to speak your truth. Right? Yes. So you are in, you are in a culture that doesn't really even care what's on your mind. True or false? True. That's very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. So everybody dominates, um, overwhelms you with their own thoughts, particularly quote and unquote people that are positioned as superiors, bosses, parents elders this 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 you're in a culture that says they know best and they have a freedom to overwhelm you and tell you what to do who to be from your teacher your university your everybody dominates you but here's the key you are drowning under all of that your own needs and that's the real fight is at what point will you speak? At what point would you speak? At what point will the world hear you? Mm. 
at what point would your own thoughts matter at what point would you assert yourself at what point would you become yourself because that is the real work That's that's so deep, Coach Tony. I always, I'm sure you see me everywhere. I'm always following <laughs> you every every corner. Once my once I see the notification, Coach Tony Ume series, I'm always everywhere, and it's always a breath of fresh air talking to you today. If there is anything I have learned, I've learned to make the world a better place than I met it. Make the world a better place before you leave than you met it. Live a life of uh, impact and like you said permit yourself to confront your reality accept your truth accept your truth it's okay to accept your truth even though the where you are will not permit it you should find a way around it right so mm-hmm. in, in instances where you cannot accept your truth you, you know there are some people who are restricted you want to just live the life i mean for your parents or whoever you grew up with and it's just so hard you feel like you cannot break out what do you want to say to them yeah they, i mean this is where wisdom 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 to hold your peace but not deny yourself this is where we all need so i'm going to use a word the world needs resiliency for you to achieve success in the world we need to be raising resilient kids not kids that crumble under one objection the real world out there does not care to make you happy so even the practice of this is important you realize that those who achieve success in business they are the ones quote and unquote we say stubborn right you you realize that the people that the teacher says sit down they don't sit down they stand up the teacher say come they go you realize that that level of um bucking the system right in in a very creative i'm not saying in a disruptive way i'm saying in a creative way in a way you need to be a form of that so so yes we wisdom will say if they say sit down just do it to appeal but but don't don't internalize objection right mm. so for me if somebody says this 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 i just move on to the next person because i say that's their problem it's not my problem don't make their problem your problem mm. if they cannot see your vision if they cannot support your vision don't then deny your vision because one person didn't say positive things about your vision right so this is the distance is this 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 is where if your boss just shuts you down do you now shut down if somebody doesn't support you do you not now not support yourself this is the don't take somebody else's judgment and then apply it to yourself don't take somebody else's conclusion and agree don't agree spiritually with thoughts and opinions that do not serve you mm. right don't just take everything people are saying don't just believe you know and this is when you when you give control the control of your life 
because you are living in a culture where oh if the pastor says don't go you don't go fear if the person says don't go you are, it's like a remote control guys hmm. take the remote control back. Hmm. <laughs> don't Being give anybody if they, if they press a button you crumble right if they say give you permission yeah increase your volume now you take permission to talk they say don't talk you don't talk they say talk you talk but don't let anybody remote <laughs> like be controlling you mm. with their thoughts opinions does their thoughts opinion does it factor into you arriving in Kano mm. because arriving in Kano is between you and God and anybody that is not helping you arrive where God wants you to arrive they are not relevant don't make those who are not relevant relevant because here is the key you realize this is what usually happens. Most of the people that you permitted to stop you, even when you now confront them, they can't even remember what they said. Hmm. You say, oh, when you said this, they can't even remember how they disrupted you. They can't remember what they said that stopped you in your tracks. Yeah. They can't remember. So people that cannot remember, you are still living your life. You are still remembering people who don't remember you. Mm. Listen, they are, everybody's living their life, running their race. The people who can support you, they will support you. The people you can support, you know, support. Other than that, the end. Mm. Don't sit down in a corner. Oh, look at what they said. Mm. Right, you can, I've said it. Don't tell big dreams to small minds. Mm. Right, so they will always discourage you, make you feel and like it's impossible. The problem is that you trust you entrusted your future in the hands in the wrong hands. Like you did that to yourself. You trusted the people you did you shouldn't trust with your future. And here's the key. Whatever it is you want to achieve, if those people haven't achieved it and given it to your, to themselves, how can they give it to you? Mm. Right? Yes. People can only offer you advice, encouragement through the lens of their own experience. Yes. So why are you going to someone that do not have the experience needed to fulfill your dreams? Mm. It's, not, it's an unwise thing to do. Yes. To be carrying great ideas to people that cannot even see it, understand it, or perceive it. You get what you get if you do that. You did that to yourself. So part of wisdom is applying judgment in who you share your hopes, dreams, and aspirations with. Lack of wisdom is taking it to the streets and sharing it with anybody and opening your heart to anybody and giving your heart to anybody right if your heart is precious if your future is precious to you if your life is precious to you you are supposed to guard it you're supposed to preserve it you're supposed to rescue it imagine just think about the mistakes joseph joseph in the bible is a lesson yes. he yes. had a dream why I did he open his mouth he, 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 the problem is not that he shared it. You remember he shared it with his dad. That's his not brother. the problem. The mm. problem is he shared it with people that are intimidated and they were so intimidated they literally wanted to kill him. Not just 
kill the dreams spiritually but kill him physically so that he will not even be here to fulfill it right it's one thing for people to just discourage discourage is 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 is, is a level of bad this one is not just that they wanted to discourage they were like the, the not just dreaming completely yes because killing the dream is what they it's not just that they want to kill the dream they want to kill the dream carrier aha you see my mm. point yes you plus your dream needs to be protected and this is in, in maybe in wrapping up particularly for women let me let me let me just dive into that a little bit are you married no not yet aha uh-huh. <laughs> if you are a woman listening to me and you know your future is bright and you carry incredible dreams don't don't go packing yourself into a garden that is toxic if you are a rose or a flower a beautiful substance put yourself in a garden that will nurture water mm, where your you life flourish. where you will flourish because dreams are killed in some marriages in some relationships futures are destroyed in the hearts that torments them because if your heart is tormented and your mind people torment your heart torment your mind you cannot create that future that we are talking about so part of wisdom only hook up with people who respect you and you respect them hmm. who honor you and you honor them because you are living in a culture that spreads this message that honor is only one direction Mm-mm. You honor your husband, your husband doesn't honor you. You honor your parents, your parents don't honor you. You honor your elders, elders don't honor. They, there's this one directional honor, but honor is mutual. Respect is mutual. Respect. If you keep the deposit, if you keep honoring people and they dishonor you, it's not healthy. If you keep serving people and they don't serve you, it's not healthy. It's toxic. They say submit. If you keep submitting to people that do not submit to you, it's unhealthy, guys. Your words will not matter. Your future will not matter to such people. Yes. Right. Because they soak up, they use their energy to soak up all your energy. They use your energy to advance and propel themselves and then you are left behind. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you so much, Coach Tony. I'm speechless as always. Thank you so much. Once again, thank you so much for coming here with me to talk about creating the future you want for yourself. Once again, if you want more goodness, you can reach our, um, visit our website, www.tonyumessiri, right? You said slash academy. Okay, yeah. that's you can yeah. write if they go to um just or if they just search for my name <laughs> it will, it will lead them. yeah okay. amazon to the book and yeah awesome thank, thank you thank you this has been fantastic i enjoyed the conversation for me respect is mutual um that's what i believe honor and regard is something we offer one to ourselves. It's not something somebody odds up. 
and say it's only me you know it's this i'm the i'm the king everybody bows right i don't you know i feel like in the in the house of god i feel just that god honors us you know for those who are christians just all i'm just saying is let's practice what god does god doesn't override us god is a gentleman the holy spirit is sweet is kind is generous he will never impose on us Jesus says I stand at the door and knock if any man opens the door I will come in. So anything that doesn't look that gentle I run away. Mm. Right? So I'm saying the God that created me is gentle with me. Who are you? You to now come and interrupt my peace. Exactly. I'm not interested. <laughs> okay. Even I say the father the father who born me He's kind and generous. My mm-hmm. late father was tender and gentle with me. Who are you? Mm. So the love I experienced with my dad, with my parents, with my mom is very awesome, is very gentle, is very kind, is very generous. So I know what true love's look like. So when anything is out there, I'm like, sorry, I'm not interested. Mm, Pack your load. Yes, yes. So if we know God's love, and we know parents love we can do life better i think mm. because we can recognize what doesn't look or sound like true honor dignity and respect we know it our soul knows when we've been injured mm. our soul knows when we've been dishonored disrespected and that is you are living in a culture that does it every single day and that is the cry that is the cry of the heart is every single child from childhood the reason children cry is they want to be seen they want to be carried they want to be loved they want to be respected and even as adults it's still the same thing we are yearning for hmm. so give it to the people around you honor the people around you respect the people around you but also gift it to yourself honor yourself respect yourself right respect hmm. your own needs When you respect yourself you would demand it. And you 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 would call out anybody that doesn't give to you what you believe belongs to you. Mm. It's a practice, it takes time. Mm. Mm. Thank you so much, ma. Would definitely I like to have you here again if this is a um, if it aligns or if it's yes i'm sure it aligns what we are doing here aligns with your values so we definitely want to have you again this watch this this time i've spent with you i'm not sure money can buy it and once again we're thankful for coming here with us today coach toy um thank you so much for listening everyone once again if you If you need to talk to someone remember that I am here you can always reach me on Jetro for gram and Jetro is spelled J E T H R O for gram and if you need to reach out to the coach please reach out to us uh, on the website thank you for allowing us interrupt your thought patterns again coach T thank you so much thank, <laughs> thank you, so you. Much. keep shining sis thank keep shining you. thank you thank you so much i really appreciate your time thank God you God bless you Thank you. Have a great evening, Ma. You too, dear. Bye, Bye. now.